Welcome back to this Warriors Life podcast. We're flying through the preseason. I'm Will Evans here with Brad Larkin again. Um, we thought we'd uh, take you through the full NRL season preview for 2020. Run down on the uh, the 15 clubs and the Warriors. See where we think they're, uh, where their strengths and weaknesses are, where they're going to finish, the TAB odds, all that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, Brad, how are you going, mate? How's, how's the last week been? Not bad, buddy. Not bad. Got got my butt kicked at work today, though. She's she was a stinker down here in Dunno, so oh. I was the old boy had to take an hour or two on the couch when he got home. Um, yeah, Dunedin can really pull out one of those, you know, late twenties uh, degrees days in, in February, can't it? Yeah, especially for these fair skin likes of us. <laughs> Gee whiz, really knocks you around. <laughs> yeah, take the rest of the week off with sunstroke, won't you? <laughs> I'll probably have to, probably at least at least Thursday. And uh, in the weekend, a couple of good games of footy. Good trial, I thought, um, and a really good All-Stars game. Um, pretty enjoyable, yeah. just to have 80-minute footy back on the on the table and plenty to like for like about it yeah. for our Warriors fans. Yeah, well, that, War- that Warriors game, that was impressive, really. That Tom Apartheid-Girard, he played sharp. Is it that City, is it... Excuse me here, but is it Setu Two or whatever the winger guy? Yeah, yeah. Why he, look, he looked to be a, more of a creator. We've got enough finishes, and he looked like a creator. So yeah, he was one of those guys that uh, just doesn't go down with the first tackle. Um, <laughs> no, no, he's not a big guy, but he he plays uh, the pain his in the ass. Yeah, and and scored a good try. Uh, made a lot of meters and just a guy that seemed to make something happen every time he touched the ball. He was probably my favorite there, although I, I'm a real big fan now of um, Elise Katoa, the second rower. He was outstanding, I thought. Um, mm-hmm. Someone that could really push for a first-grade position if they're going to pick on form. So, there was a couple of forwards there with some good energy, wasn't there? Yeah, a young prop, uh, Philip Makatoa. He ended up going off with a knee injury, and it unfortunately looks like he's going to be out for a bit, but he... I thought he was really good. Um, also on the wing, Edward Cossey, big, uh, long, striding guy. He, uh, yeah. he looked pretty impressive as well. So plenty of plenty of guys putting their hand up. I really thought they took their opportunity. Um, yeah, they did. And it was a weak Storm team. Like, we all know that. But, yeah. It was no weaker if, if than we, we were, though. It was effort. We're happy with effort. That's all you want. And they've always put in some effort. One person I was disappointed was with that old... Berry, what's his name? Sorry, Rocco Berry. Uh, Rocco Berry, yeah. He doesn't. He seemed to be a little bit lost. Yeah, without tra- getting, getting opportunities, it didn't look like he could create an opportunity himself. Yeah, after they had a couple of nice touches, I thought, but um, maybe. Just... Well, I disagree. Okay, well, 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 I think he's going to be the Warriors <laughs> Player of the Year. So there we go. <laughs> Sorry, heard it here, folks. Uh, yeah, he probably. He's still uh, someone probably learning the the game. To be honest, he hasn't really yeah, played a lot of league. Yeah, he's green to the code, isn't he? Um, but I thought he looked composed enough and a couple of nice touches. Uh, Chanel Harris Devita of the established players, I thought he was the standout. Um, scored a you know great try with a bit of initiative, controlled things well. Um, just looks really composed and kicked well. Set up another try in the second half. I didn't think he could have done a hell of a lot more, really. Yeah, another thing that surprised me in that game was I wrong in hearing? Did Daryl Halligan correct Daryl Lama's uh, pronunciation of a name? Uh, of all people to be doing that pronunciation correction, well, bloody stray dog. Well, I did have um, 
the commentators jotted down to to comment on. So we'll bump that up the oh, sorry, the I couldn't hear no, no. Glenn Lama, Glenn Lama. Um, I didn't actually catch that uh, the the uh, stray dog correcting Glenn Lama, so I can't help you out there. But if he did, it's uh, glass houses. I think teacher. it was yeah. I think it was involving Young Vagana or Vagana as the okay. stray dog. Yeah. Um, he he was terrible, Halligan, on the weekend. Oh. Constantly, oh, constantly referencing. I think it was young Nico Hines from the Storm, constantly yeah. saying he plays a lot for the Sunshine Falcons. It's the Sunshine Coast Falcons. I know it's a small thing, but it's pretty annoying. <laughs> I mean, I just wish he had hurry up and finish career, his career in the Super League. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd get take, over there. Yeah, uh, and uh, speaking of commentary, and I feel bad uh, bringing it up, but is this? Are you going where? Oh, this is something. Roll it, roll it, because I might be thinking the exact same thing. Lewis Brown was... Oh. Uh, it was incredible. Uh, he, well, first of all, he it's turned like he was up... having a stroke. It, it was, and he turned up on TV with his uh, bleach blonde hair. No, it's all good, it, being individual, but his commentary yeah, was He was into Bross at one stage, too. He, he, uh, and he, yeah, just kept on making gaff after gaff and when he tr- he went silent for about 20 minutes at one stage and then when he tried to uh to interject they beached he was... him put him on the bike jump on the bike <laughs> yeah go and get some fresh air mate he's struggling <laughs> you're stinking this place up <laughs> yeah. um and because i've actually been kind of impressed with him when he's been on the domestic coverage he's you know he has some good insights yeah. and he seemed pretty slick but he it was almost like he had um, chronic stage fright or something the other day. Yeah, I've never, I've never had anything against the guy. I wonder if he just thought he would just slip right into where he left off last year and forgot that it actually probably takes a bit of work doing that job. Yeah, and I, don't, I can't explain it really. He interviewed Fusatora at, uh, at half time and seemed okay, but when he was in the box. <laughs> seemed okay. <laughs> he just got real crook after home. It was like, remember when Wally Lewis was reading the sports news in Aussie and he yeah. actually froze up? Yeah. yeah, that's what. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, poor Louie, poor Louie. But the the commentary I was talking on. Sorry, the segue into the All Star game here. Oh, okay. Gee whiz, did you wince every time you heard Brandy Alexander say the Marys? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, he sounded like a racist baby boomer uncle. <laughs> it was right back to the nineteen eighties. Oh, terrible, yeah. terrible. Um. But apparently, luckily, we got the Fox commentary. There was a bit of a. Uh, a bit of a to-do over Fatty Vorden's commentary, he who said after the the haka and, and the Indigenous sides um, war dance, which was, I th- well, I thought the entire thing was pretty um, spine tingling, and and Fatty said afterwards, who won the uh, dancing contest? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he copped it big time. That generation of boys just they yeah. just don't quite get it yet, mm. do they? They just just. They don't quite get it. Yeah, they need to go back to sensitivity training, I think. Um, talking about just um, segueing back to the trial and that interview with Dave Fusatua revealed that uh, Stephen Kearney has told Fuss that he's going to be playing right centre this year. So yeah. quite the big call. We, we had sort of mooted it on here and I've been pushing it a little bit. And yeah, obviously he had the same same thought. Um Get Foss involved, big yeah. body. I thought he looked good there. Just make some big charges. He's a big unit, Foss, when you see him actually in traffic. He's massive, isn't he? And it's a good place to have 
a wing position to try and blood new people in rather than shifting puss around, putting them in centre, and then if they're going to have a go at someone on the wing, at least they can blood people out there without having to disrupt too many other people rather than blooding a, set, a wing so Fuss comes in and then try a centre and then put Fuss back out. At least there's some, something yeah. regular about it. Yeah, I like that. And uh, that's probably why I'm a little bit disappointed that Patrick Herbert's back out on the wing to start this weekend. Uh, yeah. He's pretty, well, anonymous in the trial. Didn't get a lot of minutes, but didn't do anything with it either. And Setu too, not even in the squad this weekend for Rotorua to take on the Tigers, which I'm a bit disappointed with. Ed Wikosi, he's on the bench. Hopefully he gets a chance. Um, yeah, I've, I've kind of gone a bit off the Paddy Herbert bandwagon, particularly if he's going to be considered as a winger. Yeah, yeah. Um, we know what he's got to offer now, I think, Paddy Herbert. We know his best game, and that was mm. his very first game. Mm. And then we've seen some of his worst games. And then the, the player, the consistent player, is somewhere in the middle of those two. Well, again, so I reckon, yeah. Again, they need Sorry. those um, game-breaker types, and Setu too obviously looks like one. Edward Cossey looks like one. Tane Milne, he uh, was a no-show at the trial. Not sh- quite sure what the story was there. He's on the bench this weekend. He was named to start in the second row last weekend. So, And he wasn't even there? No, he didn't play at all. Uh, he's on the bench this weekend. I would have thought... And the other curious thing, Hayes Perham named as the starting centre um, this weekend. Mm. Uh, along yeah, with I think tour. Peter Hicku obviously will be there in round one, but he's uh, come back from surgery. He's been named on the bench, so hopefully he'll get a bit of a... It tastes a bit of match fitness. Um, Paul Turner is still in the squad, so yeah. they obviously I'm giving him a bit of a go. Yeah, he and he had some. Well, was finished off the first try. Had a couple of nice touches, a couple of poor touches. Still, yeah, he got a little puffed at the end, didn't he? Bit of work in progress. Still, they threw him around the the lineup a, a fair bit. I think he was at fullback and halfback and on the wing almost looked at one stage. Yeah. Um, but you know, still, still some uh, promise there. Yeah, yeah. Um, just looking, we may as well look at that lineup for this weekend while we're hovering around the subject. As near to full strength as it can be at the moment, with a few first choice guys out like Jazz Tavanga and um, obviously Bunty's gone for the year. Uh, we may as well mention young Jackson Frey has has uh, been ruled out for the year as well. So another one uh, bites the dust in the front row department. Three forwards gone in the yeah. first. Gee whiz. Yeah, so, so we've got Nicarima and Green starting in the halves. We'll talk about Nicarima in a second, uh, wrapping up the All-Stars game. Wade Egan to start at hooker. Uh, he was pretty quiet, I thought, in 20 minutes the other day. Just got in there, mm. made his dummy half passes. Don't, don't recall him running at all. Uh, would like to see a bit more from him. The guy that is not in this uh, squad this weekend, the guy that impressed me most at dummy half, while I thought Carl Lawton was uh, quite good, um, was young uh, Temple Kalepo. I'd never heard of him, really, before last week, but he looked pretty good in that last quarter. Yeah, sharp and snappy, yeah. Yeah, just a um, bit of X-factor. Yeah, that's it. You need someone different, don't you? Egan and Lawton are pretty like-for-like, I imagine. Mm. Mm, but, yeah. yeah. No, so hopefully get um, a bit more out of them this weekend. and uh, We've... Isaiah, well, I guess Kearney's showing his hand a little bit here. Potentially, Adam Blair on the edge on, in the second row with Tohu. Be great to see Tohu back on the field. Uh, Isaiah Papali'i in the number thirteen, so maybe he's the one to go to the middle. Personally, I'd yeah. like to see. Uh, I'd like K- both of them in the middle, to be honest. Yeah, and you know, one of them 
but Blair was, we might as well just go straight into the All-Stars and um, Blair I thought was really good up front for the Maldi All-Stars. Um, I think he's better suited there. Yeah, think? he was. He, he played. He played good, man. He mm. played real good. Got him. Got um, a lot more involved. Person, yeah. What's that? Sorry. It got a lot more involved. Popped the last pass for that match, or the you know the match ceiling try for Brandon Smith, and yeah. Yeah, that Brandon Smith. Jeez, he's awesome. Oh man, he's good. Hundred and seventy-five meters, four line breaks, and then two late tries to basically win the game. An incredible performance. Amazing. Such a strong little dude. Yeah. Um. Uh, another one that was. Which is quite nice to see that Curran, even though he got an easy try, he was he was ever present that whole game. He yeah. was always in the most something. Well, that's the thing about that try is he put himself in the position to score it, right? You know, put himself uh, in the position to get an offload and steam through a hole. When was the last time you can recall the Warriors forward steaming through a hole and scoring <laughs> yeah, over the post like that? Uh, you know, show good awareness and yeah, it just looks uh, like a a likely fellow. Yeah, he does. And even uh, young Maney, he, he was yeah. involved. Yeah, Jermaine Tarnall-Brown, the uh, the rap in front rower, he was pretty solid against a very strong multi pack and, you know, didn't really stand out overly, but um, no, stood didn't. up to them. Made some, made some uh, put up some really good numbers, t- over 20 tackles and uh, 80 metres, I think, in about 20-odd minutes of game time. Pretty good for his first game in that sort of company. So there's two boards that would have mind seeing up, up the grades a little bit this year. I think they should be red-hot contenders for round one if we don't see anything from a few guys this weekend. Yeah, I've yeah. seen more from Curran than I've probably seen from old mate. What's the blockhead dude? Uh, Lachlan Burr. That's the one. Yeah. yeah so I'd, I'd take Curran over him as a, as a swap. And yeah, I'd, love to, I'd really love them to just pick on form if... If Elisa Katoa comes out and plays like he did last week and, you know, there's someone having a pretty quiet game of a, a name player, I think he should be there in round one. I thought he was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So, it's got to be a name of experiment, a year of experimentation. Yeah, um, it would be a little bit disappointing. If the trial's a bit flat, some guys aren't performing. I'm particularly looking at Patrick Herbert, Isaiah Papali, and, uh, and guys like Burr. And there's some standouts of um, of these emerging guys. It'd be very disappointing yeah, yeah. to see them pick. <laughs> yeah, it uh, would be. So yeah, but uh, yeah, as we talked about, no, what did you think of Cody Nakarima's performance? Uh, lastly, he looked pretty good. Game? He was, seemed to be running close to the line. Yeah, I don't know if it was because he had a bit of a support role around him, but yeah, I I didn't think he played that bad in the first first sort of half anyway. I wasn't overly Yourself? impressed, to be honest. I, it some really nice touches and combine well with Ponga, and which would be a good sign if he can sort of build up a combination like that with Roger. But he sort of just stuck stuck in that channel there. Could have floated around a bit more, I thought. Made yeah, four, fair enough. He was always in the same place, wasn't four he? Four handling errors. Uh, it's not quite the role for the role we need with uh, no. to complement Green. I thought we saw more from Chanel. A different, oh, um, different yeah, standard sure. of game, obviously, but yeah. That's... Well, you you know where my loyalty lies, mate. Don't you worry about that. Yeah. yeah. So and you know we we love what Cody can do at dummy half. So I'd still, unless uh, unless Cody has a bit of a shocker this weekend and Chanel um, has a blinder, 
I kind of get the feeling we're going to see Cody in the six for round one and Chanel on the bench, but yeah, wait a waste of a bench position as well. It's yeah, crazy. Cause it's crazy he's... football. If you can put Chanel on the field and then have Cody on the bench, he's suited to yeah. well, So how many trials do we have? Do we have two or three? Uh, the, this is the last one against the Tigers this weekend. So, yeah, this is this is it. And it's only two weeks until round one. Jeez, what is the charity shield must be on this weekend? Yeah, it? it is, yeah. And just uh, last thing on the halves situation, if they do end up going with um, with Cody starting and Schnell on the bench, when Schnell comes on, assuming he doesn't have to replace the centre yet again, um, where... Do you put him? Does he go to five eight and Cody go into that's dummy half, or does Chanel go into dummy half? I know last time, and that's where Chanel broke his arm last year. Is he, he came on hooker rather than um, a bit of a switcheroo that's, with Cody? So yeah, that's why it's such a disruptive decision having him on the bench because to bring him on, you've got to shift two or three other players around to suit him. And Whereas you, if you've got Cody on the bench. It's a one play. It's a swap in, swap out situation. And you disrupt the pattern of you know who's going to be doing the majority of the kicking or that yeah. sort of thing. Um, Cody obviously doesn't kick as much as Chanel at five eight. Yeah. 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 I just yeah. Well, with our views, we yeah. Everyone by now knows exactly what we think should happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, hopefully we just want to see. I think after last year. People want to see a team one picked on form and two with a bit more sort of X factor. Got yeah. a pulse. So you know the team they have named to run out on Saturday is a wee bit too similar to the team that was a bit of a letdown last year. So yeah, we'll we'll see. Not going to judge until we see that uh, teamless Tuesday, um, on about March the tenth. Um, in other news, before we get into our NRL season preview. Sam Lasorno, the well, he's a, he's a veteran warrior as far as uh, by current warrior standards go. Eighty-five games, debuted in twenty fifteen. He's headed to the Titans. Obviously, a lot of people up in arms because uh, it's come in this. The news has come in the same week that Bunty Afar has been ruled out for the season. But I'm um, I'm fine with it. I'm sweet with it too. I called it last week. I, yeah. I said he yeah, wouldn't no. be there by mid-season. Yeah. I'm I'm perfectly fine with it. It's yeah, he but, doesn't factor in our future. So yeah, good luck. And I, I saw enough from the front rowers that did play on Saturday and um, in the All Stars and the trial, and to suggest that we don't need him. I don't. I think, think there's enough of them that are going to do the same, if not a little bit more. Anyway. Yeah, he's not progressing at all. He's he was a first choice player for three years. And he played 11 first grade games in each of the last two seasons. And I was thinking about him, and you know, 85 games, that's pretty solid. I think only Fossator among the current team, maybe Ken, have played more uh, for yeah. the Warriors. But when was, I don't remember ever thinking, geez, Sam Lasorno had a big game today. Nah, nah, he's just been there, hasn't he? Yeah. He'll, be play, he'll be playing in two years' time, he'll be playing for the Queensland Reds. Yeah, not not a bad uh, prediction that he's. Oh, I think he struggles to get into the. He just slowly drift out of in a, uh, rugby league now. I think. Yeah, well, he just so bleggy, and nothing against Sam, and he seems like nah. a, a nice guy and a, a good club servant. Obviously, part of our history, co-captain of the uh, last NYC Grand Final winning team with Mason Lino in 2014. But I just um, 
Yeah, I, I don't see him even figuring in the Titans' first choice 17. Good depth player for them. No. But, It'd yeah. be good if someone could turn him around because he's yeah. got the size and the bulk to turn into a, 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 an awesome prop. Yeah. So, yeah, it'd be good. I'd be good if he did turn it around over there. Yeah, so um, and it does look like the wheels are turning in, in the uh, recruitment um, sphere for the Warriors. Young Jack Murchie, real pro, uh, prospect from the Raiders. Looks like he's on his way here, mm. if all the rumours are to be believed. Pretty strong ones. Yeah. So that would be a real uh, big, big boost. Well, I, I see people go, oh, we don't need a second round, we need mm. props, ah, 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 ah. It's like, we need good, a second rowers aren't great either. No, and it's, I think it's... it's if, if someone good comes up, we've got to buy them at the moment. If Adam Blair's our second best second row at, at the moment, then... We do need second rows because we need Dan and Blair to go back to the middle, particularly when we're short there. <laughs> yeah. so. Good point. Good point. Uh, and yeah. he's, if he's come through that, uh, you know, it's kind of probably trying to tar him with the same brush in a positive way, but Jack Murchie coming through that Raiders system, love all those Raiders forwards, can oh. use the ball, go hard for 80 minutes, and, you know, if he's 80, exactly 70, 80% as good as even their worst regular first grader last year, then he's going to be a good pickup. So, yeah, no. hopefully that does happen before the season kicks off. Mm, that'd be good. Mm. Um, that'd be good. Sh- shall we rip into these club previews then? Let's have a look at what we. Yeah, yeah. Let's do this. Where are we starting? Well, you I got thought we just. Slot? Yeah, I thought we'd just go in alphabetical order. So um, we've split up the teams A to P. Is that the Dewey system? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's something like that. So. Uh, so we'll go with Broncos first, and we'll run you through the ins and outs of each team um, beforehand. Bit of a glass half full look at the team, glass half empty. A player to watch, the TAB odds, and a big thank you to the TAB for their continued support of this Warriors life. Um, and a predicted ladder position for them uh, for each side. So Broncos, geez, uh, big year for them, and they've... Haven't signed much, but they've got Jordan Kahu back from the Cowboys. Brody Croft, massive signing, or massively important signing from the Storm. Jesse Arthur's a real speedy outside back from the Titans. Uh, haven't lost much besides Matt Gillette. He's obviously big out. And a couple of sort of depth players. Sam Tagatizi, Sean Fenson, they didn't really play at all last year. And Gamut Shibasaki, the centre, has gone to the Knights. Um... Last year ended disastrously for them. 58-0 uh, qualifying final loss to Parramatta. The worst in finals history, and they copped it. It just seemed like a, a tough year for them last yeah. year, didn't it? The Broncos, Anthony Seabold kept on getting dragged into little spats with Wayne Bennett and Wayne Bennett's assistant, and um, they just never really gelled despite their... Um, Massive talent on their roster, and that's where my glass half full for the Broncos is. Geez, what about that Ford pack? David Fafita, Payne Haas, then young guys like uh, Patrick Carrigan and Thomas Flegler. Uh, even losing um, Matchelette, it's just a mouth-watering pack, and that's I think that's where their their uh, strength lies. Yeah, it's a crazy Ford pack, and the, the the biggest problem is they don't have that. In a, they want that gun half, and they still need that gun half for that team, I think. Yeah, so that's the um, going to be the big, I guess, 
the make or break for them is if Brodie Croft ends up being the, the halfback that they've been looking for. Um, I don't even think he has to be that amazing, just someone that steers them around the park cause, and gives Anthony Milford the reign that he needs to be Anthony Milford. And mm. then, um, yeah, I guess for me the glass half empty with the Broncos is just the uncertainty around uh, where everyone in their back line fits. They're going to pick Darius Boyd, I think, no matter what. They're going to cram him in somewhere. They don't know who's playing fullback. Uh, Jack Bird, Jermaine Asako, even Jesse Arthurs has been rumoured as a bit of a um, contender. And, yeah, cramming in Boyd at centre or wing just seems, yeah, and, and the spine is, is all unsettled. Croft is coming in as, you know, there's almost talk of him being captain at one stage. He's, he's played, you know, 20 or 30 games and wasn't good enough for the Storm to want to hang on to him. Um at hooker, they're not they're not certain. Jake Turpin looks like he might unseat Andrew McCulloch. So yeah, just just a little bit of uncertainty about who's going to play where is probably you know kind of suggests another season like last season where they you know brilliant enough to blow anyone off the park, but can actually get dicked as well. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Um, where are you picking them to to land? Oh, geez, you're, sk- you're skipping over a bit, mate. Um, oh. I'm just... I'm just, um, a player to watch for the Broncos, Jack Bird. I th- he was actually playing really well um, before he got injured last year. He's on the verge of origin selection again um, when he was playing centre. Probably going to be the fullback by the sounds of things. Um, I think he can be, if he gets back to his Cronulla form, he can, you know, that's a different Broncos team. It's a long time ago now, though, isn't it? Yeah, there's a couple of injury, horrifically injury-ravaged yeah. seasons, but I, I, um, Broncos was one of the teams I previewed for big league, talked to Anthony Seabold, and he was raving about Jack Bird and his attitude and how you know, how he's got his body right. And Yeah, Jack Bird at his best makes this a different Broncos team. Yeah, he's um, an awesome footy player. Yeah, just looking at the, the Broncos' odds uh, to win the competition, they are... Down a fair way. It's, it's not a bad bet. This on the seventh line of betting fifteen dollars to win the comp. Um, I wouldn't mind a piece of that to be honest. They are a team that could win the comp and could win it from you know fifth or sixth even. Mm. I've, that's I've got them finishing sixth, but that's minor premiership. They could could go deep. It's going to take them a while to get uh, you know get get their act together, I think. Unlock, yeah, unlock where everyone fits. Um, yeah, are you happy with that? That's yeah, good, that all sounds pretty Broncos. reasonable to me. Okay, well, we're on to the Raiders now. What have you got for us? The Raiders, Raiders, well, see, I'm, I'm already battling with this because I didn't know there was a glass half full, glass half empty section oh, for this. Not, well, you should have read, I sent you the script through, mate. But, Did um, you, yeah. I don't know if that was on the run sheet. That, that's okay, I, mate, I, you um, do your thing. I know. Let's I've, just say that. Just, anyway, let, let's just, I'll, I will run you through the um, run you through the the signings. Just uh, yeah, yeah, you, you you do that. So the big signing is well, two big signings really. George Williams from Wigan, the halfback. Curtis Scott, the Melbourne Storm centre, has found himself in a bit of off-season strife. Uh, moving out of it's, it's a few losses from this grand final team. Aiden Caesar, the halfback. Joey Leilua, the enigmatic centre, and Jordan Rapana, the uh, long-serving winger. So. Yeah, and just of note for Warriors fans, Brad Abbey and Ada Hingano also released a couple of Warriors um, fringe players. What's the contract? From yesteryear. What's the contract? 
Yeah, just um, yeah, off contract and nowhere to go. Lurking. Mm. Yeah, well, with with those ins and outs, with old Curtis can't stop Scott. Yeah. He in for Leilua. That's a you're on the up for that replacement anyway. And then you got George, the reason, reason Williams, <laughs> the reason for Caesar's departure. <laughs> so he comes in, and, and they, I don't know anything about this George Williams guy, but he he seems to have a bit of hype around him. So they're probably a bit lost in there. And old Rapana's best buddy was behind him anyway. So oh, I think harsh this, on Rapana. I, I think it was. I think it was. Yeah, you know, Tally's going to be up in arms over that. What's that, Tally? Yeah, yeah, that's funny. He'll be stoked on actually <laughs> talking about that. Shout out to you, <laughs> Mr. Rich Hogg. Because um, <laughs> yeah, historically I haven't been a greatest fan of the old Raiders. It's still, I reckon the squad, it's still got a chance to return the old glory days of Canberra. They're still a real good, real good squad. But I, I reckon they might just slip slightly this year. Um yeah, I reckon a couple of teams might have had the chance to unpick their newfound defensive strength, and they might lose a couple. Not many, not many. Have you got a player to watch for for us for that lot? Um, yeah, well, I'm, George Williams is the key here. I wasn't sold on him. He gets some big raps from Britain, but he was pretty ordinary, I thought, against the Kiwis uh, for Great Britain. He, he needs to be taking control of this team because... Jack Whiten's only in his second season as a 5'8". We don't need any reminding about how well he went, but he isn't an organiser or anything like that. He's, he's uh. a brilliant game-breaker. He's you know, one of the standout players of the year, but to expect him to you know shoulder some of that load if, if George Williams isn't up to it, it's, it's a position that British players haven't traditionally come over and, um, and played uh. well in, even in the back line. There hasn't been a lot. It's so. got a sort of Tompkins-esque feel about yeah, it. Yeah, it does whole... big time. I don't I, I don't know why you'd get rid of Caesar to be honest. Uh, nah, neither do I. He's such a good looking bloke. Just yeah. to have him around the sheds would <laughs> yeah, be good. Yeah. Just yeah. for just for the single guys to um you know, to feed off his scraps out on the town. Tops uh, off. Yeah. Caesar would shit all over Georgie, so <laughs> Um I'm interested to see how I'm guessing Bailey Simonson comes onto the wing with Jordan Rapana gone. Um be good to see young Bailey get a, a good solid yeah. run. Yeah, yeah, and again, no disrespect to Rapana, but wingers, brilliant wingers, are a dime a dozen. They can be found mm. weekly in the NRL. So again, yeah. it's not a crazy position to be trying to cover. No, and I'll be, yeah, and Joey Lailoa could win and lose you a game in the space of five minutes. Um, so might find a bit more stability out of Curtis Scott um, there. But yeah, it's obviously. Mm. It if he gets on the paddock. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I think I think Ricky's come out today and said that he's he's uh forgiven him and he'll be there. So we'll get made up. Yeah. Geez, old um Joey left pretty dark on Ricky, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And I did feel a bit sorry for him. You kind of felt like they were saying that, you know, he was a waste of space and I know he was pretty up and down and probably gave him a little bit of uh strife off the field if if um, history did repeat, but you know he won them won them that game against the Storm um, in the first week of the finals this year. He he should have won them the grand final. That's that he'd still be there if he'd um, given the ball out to Rapana instead of holding it yeah. in and trying to. That's uh, what I was going to say. Ball. He was he was one half of the 
championship tag team of Leipana. Yeah, well, that's that's it was such a big threat for them, and now Wasn't you've it? got Scott and Simonson out there. I, don't, I don't, just don't know if uh, people are giving it enough credit for you know how much big of an impact well, that's going to have. And the grand final hangover is a big thing. You, you sort of you know when a, a fairy tale team. I know the Raiders were fantastic last year. Um, finish third, fourth. Um, in the regular season, it always looked like a top four team, but they were kind of that fairy tale team that hadn't been to the grand final for twenty odd years. There's always if you lose that grand final, there's always that sort of, you know, that hangover thing. Yeah. You see a lot of teams that make deep runs and then aren't able to back up the next season. So when the Cowboys, when the Cow, oh yeah, they are. I reckon they're going to slide to sixth this year. I've got them in fifth. I I think they can still win the comp. Um, even yeah, from fourth or fifth. Like you say, this is this is premiership finals footy. Anything can happen. There's no yeah. way we can pick that shit. Yeah, but um, yeah, and no, I'm 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 a big fan of of what the Raiders can do. But just uh, just want to see how this new these few new guys um, mm-hmm. slot in. The yeah. Raiders are on the third line of betting though. Six dollars fifty to win the comp. Geez, that's a bit short. Jeez, that is short. Mm. Shit, that's short. Yeah, be uh, racing to get on on that, but <laughs> I definitely think they're a threat. Um, I, I might jump on them halfway through the season when they're out to eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Tally. Yeah. Tally, Tally will have them across the board at the moment. In about, <laughs> he'll have about fifteen different multis going with them to make the four, make the top four. You'll have the Warriors to miss the top eight just to, to boost up the multi. But rest assured, he will have several uh, pots on the ball. Um, moving on, have we have we done the Raiders? Is that enough? Have we got any more Raiders? Yeah, that's, Raider enough, chat? that's enough Raider talk. We'll be here. We've got 14 teams to go. We'll be here till 2 in the morning. Jeez, should make this a, a five-parter or something. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Um, Bulldogs are next, and so you're up again. I'll just run, again. run through run. the. Uh, oh, is a little bit thin on the new signings. Dean Britt from the Rabbitohs, Joe Stimson, good solid forward from the Storm, and obviously anyone coming from the Storm system comes with big raps. And uh, Sione Katoa um, at Hooker, the Penrith Hooker, he comes in. The, yeah, I've written those three down, and next to it, in big bold capital letters, I put yawn. <laughs> yeah, it's not too exciting, but neither is the um, the losses for the year. I'm disappointed to see uh, Farmanu Brown um, released. He's mm. a Canterbury boy from over here. So, you know, has a bit to offer, just never really clicked for him. He was an 18-year-old 5'8 for Cronulla, and I thought he had a big future, but just hasn't quite... Uh, nah, followed on a couple of injuries, but yeah, other than that, they've yeah they've released Danny Fualalo, l- released Michael Leisha finally, and um, he's un- he's unsigned too. What yeah. a fall from grace! <laughs> That's, he was touted as one of the biggest things the, going yeah, around the five next years ago. Walters, um, yeah, John Olive also released, but yeah, so they've got a partic- um, retained a fairly s- stable squad. Not that yeah, they have. A, a good that's squad. one thing that's going to help them out a little yeah. bit. If Not good, but else. stable. Yeah, an old um, yeah, the thin, thin, thin squad. <laughs> They're a club of battlers, and then on the downside to add to that, you've got old glass body foreign broken <laughs> yeah. down again. But that comes with him being injured. Comes with a silver lining, though. 
not maybe to Canterbury, but to every other fan, is now we don't have to hear, again, Daryl the stray dog Hallison bastardise his surname. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why does he struggle to say it? <laughs> it's, look, out of all of the surnames getting around the NRL, it, he seems to struggle the most with foreign. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it is a bit of an earworm, that one. I've never, it's never really bothered me enough to, to remember it, but now that you bring it up. It's horrendous. It yeah. kills me. But the two, those two Kiwi boys from that All Stars game the other night, Zelezniak and Corey Harry and Naya. Oh. Listen to listen to my pronunciation. <laughs> pot pot kettle black. <laughs> <laughs> those two were insane the other night. That Zelezniak, he smashed Adokar so hard, hard under that high ball. I swear he just about knocked that mow off Adokar's face. <laughs> he was I, all fired I, I, up, I wasn't he? I seen Adokar. I thought, is he looking for his mouth guard? And he picked up his mow and just tapped it on the top of his lip again. I can't believe he hung on to the ball. That was the thing that I found most amazing about it. Obviously won that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And you talk about Corey Harawet and Nida. There's some pronunciation for you. Nice, Um, nice. I thought he, before Brandon Smith started going ape in the last 15 minutes, I thought that he was the best player on the field. Yeah. Uh, he was outstanding I thought just uh, if there was it'd be up there um, in the top half dozen forwards I'd like to sign the Warriors still young still only 23 or 24 he's got a yeah he's got a few seasons with uh, Penrith and the Bulldogs under his belt he's got you know eight or nine tests under his belt good player those two lads are positioned in that team perfectly as well one in the forward pack one out the back yapping away to that young team they've They'll lose more than they win this year again, but I, I think they'll go down fighting. Yeah, it's tough for them. They've got um, they've got a couple of young guys probably in the halves, so decent guys, but yeah, Jack Cogger, Lachlan Lewis, and, and uh, Brendan Wakem are going to be fighting it out for the halves, and yeah, it's, that's where it's going to be one loss for them, and the hooker role is a bit of a concern too. Jeremy Marshall King is there, probably number one hooker, so... Yeah, yeah. That, that kind of tells the they story. Think they are positioning themselves to hit the market. Yeah. Not unlike the Warriors next year. They've talked about having a stack of cash. So they're, they're positioning. So it's just one of those years. But they'll, they'll battle away. But I'm I'm picking. What are the, where have the TAB got them? Uh, TAB have got them bottom two, I think, for the, yeah, $36 to win the comp, which is probably a wee bit um, stingy, I reckon. Um, and in the wooden spoon market, just bear with me for one second. Uh, they are right up there, five dollars second uh, second favourites for the spoon. So yeah, not yeah, a lot I've of got confidence. I've got them at fifteenth. I've got them at fourteenth too. But and uh, we've got. I'm sorry, I should have said. Um, just got big league season preview here. Andrew Voss has got them at fifteenth as well. But they showed a lot of guts towards the end of last year did when, yeah, when all, all hope was lost for the finals and they got stuck in They're a gutsy team they got all so gritty and grizzly like their coach didn't they yeah they went all Des Hasler on it so they're not an 8, 9, 10 finish is not, certainly not beyond them no no now 14 points 14th is usually only a win or two out of yeah. 9th or 10th isn't it yeah yeah that's a good point um yeah, we done with the Bob player to watch. If I, I really like Remus Smith, um, the Kiwi winger. He's yeah. got some magic. And I still like there. Ogden. Yeah, yeah. With the big, big feet. Jeez, yeah. he's got big feet. Yeah. Um, yeah, some exciting players there. 
it's it's not beyond the realms of possibility that they you know start oh oh the odd tip up yeah i don't know if they'll go on a run yeah probably just uh just just that those halves and hooker spot is going to bring them undone um moving on now we've got the sharks i'll take you through the sharks changes for next year the big well just a heartbreaker to start with cameron king the luckless hooker he's done his his knee about 15 times and he's he's um blown out his knee in a trial so he's gone for the year again pretty devastating and um a bit of a shame for their hooker depth the big signing though jesse ramian comes back from the knights had a bludger of a year at the knights hated it there he's back um to join about 15 other representative quality centers at cronulla <laughs> Overflowing. He, he was back to his best the other night as well, wasn't he? Yeah, he looked uh, pretty fired up. So, um, And the losses, Sasai Feki kind of slipped off to Castleford without much fanfare. Jaden hmm. Braley's off to the Knights. Um, his brother, Braden, will replace him at hooker. Kyle Flanagan, the backup path. Young guy that gone to the Roosters. Paul Gallen, retired, big one. Kirk Capewell is going to be a big loss going to the Panthers. And Matt Pryor, I would have loved to get him over here. He he's um he's a big loss for the Sharks and a missed opportunity for many NRL clubs. I reckon he's gone to Leeds. Leeds, do you reckon they just pay him that extra hundred grand a year? Oh, more I don't know. I'd, get an Oz? Yes, um, maybe, but it's a real puzzling one for me. I just thought that it's he, a funny one. He's not like a Super League type player that they want either, is he? No, and you know what I mean. He's a real late bloomer who's been playing, you know, fringe of Origin footy, sort of, you know when he's getting towards 30 and played a huge role in that um, in that premiership for Cronulla so yeah the glass half full for them just uh, a roster brimming with game breakers so you already talked about Ramian Sean Johnson Wade Graham um, Britton Nakora really came on last year fantastic rookie season uh, Jack Williams was a real um, boom player last year Andrew Fafita any look of t- any team that has that Matt Moreland, any team with those sort of um, match winners is going to be a pain in the ass to play more often than not. Bronson, Zer- uh, Jerry, that's yeah, yeah. Geez, you just keep rattling them out, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, you know, we've, as far as a, a game breaker goes, that we've probably got only Roger to have asked a check that you'd even put in that same conversation. So. Mm. Uh, that's obviously where their strength lies, but the glass half empty for them is putting it together. They're um, s- sort of seem to feed off Sean Johnson's inconsistency last year, and they're pretty shabby, weren't they? Yeah, they looked good at times, and they looked good when Sean Johnson played good. I thought uh, when he sort of seemed a lot more focused. I, I'm not going to bag him. He's you know that I'm a, a Johnson fan, and I think he's been playing injured for. Four or five years, he was certainly injured a lot last year, and when he was on the field, seemed sort of short of a gallop. Um, if, if he can get fit, the, these guys will be pretty hard to beat, especially with um, Chad Townsend and you know that sort of career best form over the last couple of years. But that's a pressure year for old Johnny Morris, isn't it? Yeah, he you know, probably got a bit of a free pass last year. They did finish seventh. I thought it was a decent effort given the disruptions to their lineup. They, you know, so many changes. Matt and Matt Moreland playing regular fullback is is key for them. Um, 
Yeah, and what's as Dugan? Have they worked out if he's playing oh, or not? I don't know. He's, so, he's just breaks down so often. He's a I've... pussy, eh? Well, <laughs> is I, he? I, I don't he's know. A pussy. He's <laughs> uh, he's certainly injury, but injury prone, and I, it was just such a poor buy when you had they had Valentine Holmes at the club when he came there, um, and they bought more than while he was still there. It's he's just a, been a weird player to have on their roster, particularly for. Ridiculous yeah. money, nine hundred thousand has has been rumored. Is that right? Eight, eight when they nine, already had all yeah. that other cattle. It's um, it's just been such a waste of cap space, and now he's you know he seems to be causing a bit of trouble. I do feel for him a little bit because the club are obviously trying to get rid of him, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, if they can if they can get a lineup out, and obviously and Josh Morris wants out, it's it's a tricky situation for them the Sharks, but if they can get a line-up and get it on the field often enough. That's a funny great. one. All those players you've rattled off, why won't they just release Morris? Yeah, yeah way too many outside backs. Not, hmm. not too many uh, wingers. So I guess they need some of those centres to play on the wing. Yeah, no, we'll see how they go. What are the, what's the uh, tab got on these? Oh, have you got a player to watch? Uh, yeah, well, we'll talk about... Well, I can't uh, not... Sean Johnson's always going to be the player that I watch in that team. Um, there's no secret that I would quite like him to succeed there. Um, and, yeah, huge year for him. He copped a lot. The, he's He seemed to get a bit of a free ride from the Australian media uh, when he was at the Warriors. Obviously, he's, he's always had a hard time at the Warriors. The Australian media are probably a little bit more sympathetic, but now that he was with the Sydney team, they did give it to him a bit last year. So, a huge year for him. Just love to see him uh, fit and at his best. But, yeah, so yeah. and and he's the make or break player for them, I think. But yeah, yeah, I like to see him go well as well. Um, and yeah, and there's a reason for me anyway to keep tuning into the Sharks just out of uh, pure curiosity. Um, they're way down the the betting order though. Uh, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ninth line of betting Whoa. at $19 uh, yeah so that might suit them a bit they've sort of been in um, in that sort of contender uh, bracket for a while and they might just enjoy flying out of the radar initially yeah yeah you're right um, where are you picking them? I have them at ninth. oh yeah I'd like to, same every year. There's about fourteen teams you want to get into your eight to sound smart, but um, yeah. So I've got them at ninth. Vossi's got them at tenth. Yeah. Oh, oh well, that's good. That's good. Who's next on our little rattle list? Uh, Gold Coast Titans. So it's uh, another one of mine. We'll whip through the Titans quickly. They've picked up Jonas Pearson from the Dragons. Look good at the nines. Um, Aaron Clark the. Former Warriors utility didn't, oh, yeah. didn't get a didn't get a go at Canberra really. Uh, they've lost Michael Gordon, Will Matthews, Jesse Arthur's, Riley Jacks, Brinko Lee, Leilani Latu. Man, what a past he was! Thought he was uh, one of the next big things. Um, and yeah, glass half full. It's kind of their glass half empty, but their glass half full is the fact they've got so much talent on that roster. Um, you think if the best of Ash Taylor, Tyrone Peachy, um, Bryce Cartwright, big asterisk next to that, AJ Brimson, 
um, those sort of guys, if they all turn up and play their best footy consistently, it's a pretty decent looking team because there's some real tries in that side that, that fill just, out the lineup. It's just those guys not performing. That's just forever been a poison chalice that sunset strip for, for NRL <laughs> yeah. teams. It's just yeah. they just can't get to Gold Coast, and what are they? They've got spending more time down at SeaWorld waiting for the polar bear to wake up than training or something. It just doesn't happen for anyone there. And but and there's a lot of experience there. Nathan Peaks, Kevin Proctor. Uh, but all those players you read off. Imagine the Warriors had that AJ Brimson or yeah. Peaksy or anyone. Yeah, it's, it's a strange old, it's a strange old thing that Gold Coast set up. How it can just doesn't seem to work. This new coach, what's his name? Uh, Justin Holbrook, and Holbrook. he's another one of the ones I talked to for big league in the preseason. Pretty impressive guy. Um, it, I did um, admittedly think the same about Garth Brennan after um, interviewing him when he first came on board, but yeah. I was... He chewed up and spat out, eh? Yeah. Uh... I, think he's, I think he's got a gelato stall in Bondi now. <laughs> when, uh, yeah, after talking to Justin Holbrook, I was ready to, to pick the Titans as my top eight bolters, but I've calmed down a little so, bit in a few weeks. Impressive guy, is he? Yeah, and well, he won the Super League with St. Helens last year. Yeah. Yep, super likable, uh, great pedigree as far as the coaching goes. He was um, at the Roosters under Trent, Trent Robinson. And, yeah, just if he can just get those guys to click, particularly Ash Taylor, obviously having a, you know, a halfback who's on almost a million bucks. Yeah, he's that poor playing, young dude. Yeah. Told, told he was a superstar before he was a superstar. Yeah, so, but I mean, he, he's got still... You know, the latent ability is all there. And, and they're two big guns, I think. Jai Arrow, who's still there this year before going to South, and um, Oyaki Fotoaka in the front row. Jeez, I'd love to have him on our roster. He's exactly the oh, kind he's of... he's savage, the, isn't he? The, he's still only 19 or 20. He's, <laughs> he's not that far behind, you know, the likes of Payne Haas's the no, best young front rows in the game. Uh, they'll definitely come out and... Um, roll a few teams, I think, this year, if, particularly if they can keep a stable lineup on the park. Yeah, yeah. So, who is that your player to watch the prop there? Yeah, I really Fodoaker. like Fodoaker. Um Yeah, he could emerge into a real. I'm not quite sure what his eligibility is, but would not surprise me to see him in the Origin picture at all if he's is that right that way um, of that persuasion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. There's just something about this Titans team. I'm kind of rooting for them. Yeah, this is sort of going to be. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. One of my, my little. Uh, yeah, just one of my little pet teams. For yeah, the, yeah. Sweet. Um, so. Where's the T- TAB got them blowing yeah, out? Yeah, the TAB has got them as red hot three dollar fifty wooden spoon favourites. Three fifty. Um, so the Bulldogs are second last for the Premiership at thirty six. Titans are $101 to win the, the NRL. Which is... What's with, what's with... Is there a lot of Kiwis putting money on Bulldogs or something? For no, driving the price down? No, I don't think so. I think... Yeah, the Bulldogs are far too short there. When, yeah, yeah. You know, give, give us a good 71 to 1 or something. Come on, Terry. I reckon. Come on, Staffy. Uh, <laughs> um, or maybe people are. Loading up on the dog. Yeah, that's it. Um, so where did you? Well, I did put is them. Se- a... I still put the Titans second last 
But I mean, you? you know, there's so little between, you know, ninth and 15th or so. As you said, it's only a couple of wins. Yeah. But yeah, all things being equal, that's I don't probably... think many people would lynch you for that prediction. No. I think, well, yeah, I think Vossi's got them wooden spoon. All the experts, if they're not picking us, they're picking the Titans with a spoon. Yeah. Moving well, on so to... Some, I've, I haven't divvied the uh, teams up very well as far as the... Um, Order. Order goes. Dewey system. Yeah, the alphabetical order is backfiring. It's another team of mine, Manly. Um, and in the major ins and outs, it's basically just Danny Levi and Epi Corusau. Sorry, out. And that's more or less it. Times of, uh, Seagulls have also lost Lloyd Parrott, Trent Hodkinson, and Kane Algie to retirement or um, being released. I'm surprised Lloyd Parrott didn't pick up a deal, actually. Um, what did Algie do? Did Algie just retire? Yeah, yeah, too many injuries. Same huh. with uh, Trent Hodkinson. Yeah, so the major thing, I guess, for them in the off-season was um, old um, Churchy Mc... You know, Stabby McChurch fight. Manasi Fina. <laughs> Incredible story, really. On the brink of stardom. And uh, with his arm in a sling, stab someone at a church dance. <laughs> It's staggering. That he's, is, he's, yeah, it's, he's it's not playing. He's not going to be playing this year. So they've um, they've picked Danny Levi up from the night. So I think he might thrive in that system. He he's uh, at his best. Danny Levi's a very good hooker. He's a sharp player, and maybe with a bit of guidance from Desi, just tell him to rein back his brain snaps a bit. Mm. He might he might go right. I haven't looked too much into Manly to be honest, and I never ever looked too much into Manly. Who are the, what are the young gunny, what's some, what have they got going on there? Their team's, obviously, this is their, the glass half full to me is their, um, their blue chip players the team's built around. The Trebojevic brothers at fullback and lock. Cherry Evans, um, Dylan Walker in the halves with him. I think he can be one of the real sort of, I wouldn't say breakout because he's obviously been around for a while and played for New South Wales and Australia, but he could have a massive year at 5'8 for them. Um, We've still got Marty Tapao in the front row. And what was that big point scoring winger? Oh, Ruben Garrick, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he not, was sharp last not year. The, right? Not the flashiest guy, but, um, but you know, a lot of points and scored a lot of tries. Just did a good job out there. Adam Fanua Blake emerged as one of the better props in the yeah. game. Didn't he what? It's the basis of a very, very good team, and I actually, I've got them as my smoky to win the competition. Oh, shit, that's not a bad nudge. That's not a bad nudge at but all. It, yeah, they were good. They were comes, good. The, the problem in the glass I've emptied for them is um, depth. You know, the, And they did incredibly well with Tommy Turbo missing quite a bit, and they still managed to pick up wins. But, yeah, depth-wise, they don't have a lot going on. Uh, they'll be struggling if they get in key yeah. positions. The yeah. halves, and, halves and hooking. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that the final being um, sidelined is a big one, but Danny Levi could work out, and they could the cards could fall in their favour as far as injuries go. I think if they their best teams on the park, they're a huge, huge threat with you know, yeah. with no one else really becoming that much stronger this year. That club is never out of the equation. No, and yeah, Desi, what a comeback! I was pretty off him, and he yeah, I was. All over him by the end of the season. 
Yeah, what a comeback yeah. from the Eagles. I didn't but... think, yeah, I was actually enjoying watching Manly games. And I didn't think I'd ever mm. say that. Yeah, well, they, yeah, is it, is it, is it okay to like Manly? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, I don't know. That's like, uh, that's like, uh, like admitting you like uh, Nickelback. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of it. Um, their player to watch, yeah, Dylan Walker for me. It's, it could be a, a major uh, boost for them if he. Um, really takes possession of that five-eight spot. He's had a good off-season too. No domestic yeah. violence charges or anything. Yeah, so. I know. That's always a bonus. Really focus on footy. Yeah, start, just he's put the Xbox away and he's uh, focusing on real life and Sweet. thriving. He was he was good the other night for the Maldi All Stars. Like, I like seeing him play for the Maldi. Yeah, boys. it's cool. He, and he yeah. was as fired up as any of mm, the guys yeah. on that team. Pre- Proudest buggery out there he was. He, uh, yeah, some nice, nice uh, kicking game as well. Slotted in at five eight for that last quarter with Cody off, and yeah, very impressed. Yeah. Manly twelve dollars with a tab, six line of betting. Some, yeah, I wouldn't mind having a, a dabble at that if I was to be looking at the future. You're that betting. way inclined. Yeah, um, betting responsibly as always, obviously. Oh, you should, yeah, always, always. What did so? Where did you pick them to come I've in? I've got them sitting third at the end of the regular season. Third, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's not. I think they're going to aim for a big year, Manly. Vossi's got them seventh. Seventh, yeah. Uh, Vossi knows something you don't. <laughs> yeah, he's got the answer. <laughs> Inside uh, word, obviously. Um, moving on, I think now to one of yours, the Melbourne Storm. Melbourne Storm. Melbourne Storm. Well, these guys, every year, every year, I can't even find it, because I've written notes this week. Because usually I get, you know, I usually have, we finish a podcast and I have that Costanza moment where it's like, oh, I should have said that. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, the Storm, they're, they're just good. They'll always be good. They're always going to be there or thereabouts. And they always, they lost, they've lost players again. And they always do, but they always just seem to turn another average player into a player that 15 clubs want to buy at the end of the season. So and they just continue on their thing, chipping away, chipping away. Just running through those gains and losses. Riley Jack's coming back to the club. Brinko Lee providing some outside back depth. Uh, they've lost Joe Stimson. Billy Walters. Um, Solomon Carter, who's carving up for the Brumbies at the moment. Brody Croft, yeah. we've already talked about. Curtis Scott, we've already talked about. The big one for me is Will Chambers. Um, yeah, him. yeah. But I, I suppose they have lost a little more than they than you last few years. I don't know. No one that they couldn't afford to leave, though, uh, to lose. This, the centre scenario is a little bit iffy. You've got, yeah, Justin Olam, who's a good player. Um, but, you know, just that sort of presence that Chamber gave them in the centres and... Yeah, I don't think Oldham's ever going to be that player that old old mate Nutbar coach is going to put out that weekend. <laughs> no, we too spe- unreliable. Especially What's the his, way. Why can't I think of his name? Uh, Craig Bellamy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's he's kind of low pro- low profile. It's easy to forget his name. <laughs> yeah, you um, know, you know. Justin Oldham is he's put savouries over the glass. Yeah. And <laughs> um. <laughs> He, uh, Justin Olive is racing out of the line against the Warriors at every opportunity. Terrorising. Yeah, he, 
Yeah, he was. He was. He's vicious. Jeez, he'd be, he'd be like running into a brick that dude, yeah. eh? But God, just, he looks... Yeah, just that, um, that sort of footy smarts that Chambers gave yeah. him. Yeah, any other team will just run into that hole he's just run out of. Yeah. But are they a contender for you still? You still think they're... They're always okay? there. I, I think they'll be third. I think they'll be third. Um, what does the TAB say on these guys? That's a, that's a hard team to write it, to do a yeah, you could pull the out same, the same, same, same. Yeah, you know, you got Cameron Munster and Cameron Smith, who are probably top five players in the game. We'll Do you reckon they're going to run Smith in the halves, like Whispers? No, nah, I don't think so. I think they'll persevere with Jaram Hughes. Um, it's it's tricky for them not having a genuine organizer in the halves, but they'll, you know, mm. Smith might do have to do a bit more kicking and a bit more organizing. But yeah, man, I, I'd take their spine. Oh, um, I'd take their second spine. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine having the wild pig at the Warriors. Oh man, yeah. If you if you're running Brandon Smith off the bench, you know you got a pretty solid roster. Uh, they're still yeah. second favourite, six dollars. No surprises Look, there. What does Vossi have to say about it? Where's he got yeah, them? Yeah, Vossi's got them second. I got them second. Everyone's got them. Oh, okay. There, thereabouts. Yeah. But again, I think they might sort of. Then it kind of happened in the uh, finals. Just weren't quite able to go up a gear lost that thriller against the Raiders and then when they got chucked onto the other side of the draw they uh, couldn't get over the Roosters and I think that will be their problem again just you know not having that extra gear they'll probably win the minor premiership again but yeah they're starting to make a habit of that aren't they mm. not finishing the season mm. uh, uh, who's um yeah that's all I got on the storm I think that's no, all that that's sums it up uh, yeah. next up We've got Newcastle and running. Yeah, uh, after some massive recruitment over the last couple of years, they've they're pretty um, pretty stable this year. Jaden Braley's their big pickup. They've got a couple of outside backs, um, depth wise, Zanara Tuala from Cowboys and Gemmits Shibasaki from the Broncos. Leaving the club, really the only top liner is. Well, Jesse Ramian, obviously, but he didn't fit in there. And Sean Kenny Dow, who's been a bit of a staple for them for a few seasons. But the other guys that are left are sort of either have been in and out or injury-prone. Slade Griffin, Jamie Bure, and Nathan Ross. James Gavay didn't really have a great year there. Um, yeah, big year for the Knights. It's uh, it's funny, you, you know, a new coach comes in, especially an, an untried NRL coach, and they usually get a bit of leeway, but the way that Adam O'Brien came on board and the way they sort of knifed Nathan Brown um, puts a bit of pressure on Adam O'Brien first up. And he's been All of a sudden there's expectation in that coaching yeah. role at the Knights, isn't there? A few yeah. years ago they sort of got given a long rope. And he's, now... Especially when you come off 10 years with under Bellamy and a year under Trent Robinson, everyone's sort of expecting you to be a great NRL coach. Straight it's a half decent apprenticeship, isn't it? Yeah, they've got a great, great the bones of a great team. Ponga, Pierce, Klima, and I love their uh, second row pairing of Fitzgibbon and um, and Mitch Barnett. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I just don't quite know about the Knights whether they'll can string yeah, it together. They're such a streaky team. They lose six in a row, then they'll go on a six match winning streak. It's 
I almost like them more when they're underdogs as opposed to now. Yeah. You expect them to win a few games. Yeah, I don't, I don't know too much about these guys. It's just a bit too, a few too many holes on there. They'll be topping up the oak, maybe. Yeah, I've got, I've got them in 10th. Um, 5 8th. I'm just skipping to the player to watch, and it's, it's well, this position to watch is 5 8th, and it's going to have a big bearing, I think. This because there's been talk about Kurt Mann playing six that turns me off big time. But yeah. um and with they've got um Connor Watson playing like a lock slash hooker role, which I do like. Um but I'd love to see them give one of the young guys a go that Tex Hoy um was yeah, fantastic at the nines. Yeah. And yeah, he was good at the nines, been touted as a bit of a, a bolter for the for round one. Phoenix Crossland is the other young guy um, sort of pushing for a spot. He didn't do much wrong last year, did he? No, he didn't get too much of a go, but um, yeah, Kurt Mann just seems to be a bit of a He's too good elsewhere, that guy. Yeah, um, you know, he's played a fair bit of hockey. Just chuck him on the bench. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Perfect utility. He's a Nicarima. Yeah, they're pretty well stocked. The Knights, it's just figuring out how their backline is going to work, I think. They've, it kind of looks like Heimel Hunt and Edric Lee are their kind of, probably the only ones sort of, um, I wouldn't say assured of a place, but likely to be picked. And then you've got about 10 other contenders, um, some real up-and-comers, Bradman Best and Stafford Tower. Um, Tauta Moga still in the mix there. Yeah, Moga, he's good. Yeah, um, I like him. He kind of made way for Ramian last year, but he could be on the comeback trail. He was injured for a lot of the season too, wasn't he? It, uh, I've totally skipped over Mason Lenor as the, a number six contender because he um, he actually had some good games for the Knights last year. And they seem to like him. And, and every Warriors fan has a soft spot for Mason. Yeah, they do. They do. Poor bugger. Yeah, <laughs> but I just feel like it's going to be another year on the fringes of the eight for the Knights. Yeah, fair enough. What's the tab got them at? Uh, probably. Oh, yeah, they're, they're way down at $23. That's about yeah, 10th or 11th line of betting. So, oh, yeah. Not far ahead of us, actually. We haven't been very far off in a lot of them. And what about Vossi? Vossi's got them sneaking into 8th. Sneaking yeah, into 8th. Yeah, it's all about Pierce and Ponga, I guess, for them. Um, staying on the park and playing their best. Moving on. Who's next in Cow- the uh, Cowboys. Cowboys. Ah, yeah, oh, so. this is a vanilla team, isn't it? Who, who are the ends and off the well, ends now? Some the well, one, oh, a couple of big ends. Valentine Holmes back from the NFL. SR Masters, the Kiwis Test Centre from West Tigers, and um, Reese Robson, the backup hooker from the Dragons. There's a fair bit leaving. Uh, Matt Scott, yes. Scott Bolton, Tamari Martin, Nana McDonald, um, Kurt Baptiste, Jordan Kahu. Yeah. A few changes there. Yeah, I, I think they're going to battle a bit this year, this lot. Really? Um, okay. Yeah, I, I, the other week I said to you, maybe the Cowboys might go all right, but the more I look at them, and they're just, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Masters and Holmes, I don't, I don't think Holmes will set it on fire straight away. Yeah. And, and oh, Masters. Man. He's a good player. He's a good player, but they're still lacking maybe a half. Although, might just take the player to watch on this one. That's Scotty Drinkwater. Oh, he big nine Yeah. 
far out. If he can take that into NRL, I'd, I'd watch him every week. He was awesome yeah. to watch. And there's huge raps on the guy. But he was just unlucky with timing of injuries at, stuff, at the storm that sort of scuttled any chance down there. And, has yeah, a, so, and Michael Morgan, is, it, his, hasn't his star fallen? He was kind of a, like 2017 when he led the first inless Cowboys to the grand final and he was pretty much the hottest player in the competition. Australian, you know, in the Australian 17. He had um, a few injuries last year, but him at his best is pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's good. He's sort of got that Blake Green thing going on. He's doing a bit too much heavy lifting, dragging the team along. Uh, so he can't. Yeah, so I don't know. someone can take the pressure off him. But Valentine Holmes being at fullback, that was a spot that they struggled with. Yeah. Struggled with for a couple of years, really, uh, since since Lachlan Coop kind of um, went off the boil or um, or left and... Um, Disappeared yeah. off the face of you, yeah. really. But, you know, Valentine Holmes, when he left, he was one of the hottest players in the NRL. Yeah, he was. He was. And, got, I and hope, um... Jason Tamalolo and Jordan McLean... Up there, Josh McGuire, and, um, you know, just quite a grub. Yeah, so grubby. <laughs> yes. But they'll be opening a new stadium this year too, are they? Yeah, so lots for them to to play for. Probably, where well, they've probably fall down a bit. They've got SR Masters and Kyle Fowler, decent players, but they're probably a bit thin otherwise in the outside backs. Um, mm. But yeah, yeah. I, I like their, I like their team. Do you like them? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm just, I don't know, yeah, I'm just neither here nor there with this. Like, that's why even picking a position, I've, I've just put them in that grouping from 9th to 14th that okay. are all one win apart come the end of the season and yeah. it comes to four and against. Fair that's enough. where I've sort of got them lumped in. Right. What's the tab got to say? Uh, tab, yeah, tab doesn't like them that much either. Oh, no, they do. They've got them as uh, eighth favourites for the Premiership at $17. Huh. That's where I had them at eighth. Vossi had them at twelfth. Um, I don't know. I just think Holmes, Morgan, Talmalolo uh, will set the platform for a. Yeah, when you say it like that, yeah, it sounds. It sounds as bad as I was making out, but there's a lot missing from around them still. Hmm. Uh, you're up again with Parramatta next. Eels. Mm. The Eels, ins and outs, William. Uh, new signings, a couple of big ones. Regan Campbell-Gallard and Ryan Madison joining the pack. And they'll have big shoes to fill with Manu Ma'u and Tepai Morara um, exiting. Tim Manor also retiring, but he'd kind of fallen out of favour. Um, yeah. Pro- big signings, big signings. Yeah. Especially Madison and Regan Campbell-Gallard is a massive pickup, maybe. Yeah. Like this, I, don't, I just don't know if he well, he's had off an awful peak of year. his powers or if he just lost it and wasn't happy there last year. So that one, the jury's out on him playing awesome. It sucks. These, these guys have, have always had a soft spot for the Eels and they've always been either my second team or thereabouts. And this year they've been tapped. But there's big tiffing coming with these guys, isn't there? There's a lot. That's the problem. When they, they don't... Yeah. They don't live up to expectations much. No, and it never does. No matter who you're tipping, whoever the big tip is at the start of the season, mm. it always goes yeah. and turns into a big disappointment. They've gone last three years, uh, top four finish, wooden spoon, and back to fifth. So, yeah, bit of a yo yo team. Mm. They were good last year. Yeah, good oh, very good. Year. And it was no, all about. Gym. All about Moses um, playing to his potential. Second in the yeah, Italian. Fine. It just clicked, didn't it? Mm. Epic forward pack. Far out. 
yeah, just a lot of variety Big in there. The, yeah, the kind of variety that we would kill for in our pack. Um, I like just, Arthur, and I hope he does well. I've sort of who's who's the player you'll be keeping your eye on for this lot? Um, I guess Ryan Madison is coming under a fair bit of pressure. He but it made a bit of a song and he dance is. about leaving yeah, the Tigers, yeah. and you know if he doesn't maintain because he was very good for the Tigers, I thought he was probably their best player. But if he doesn't uh, bring that same form to the Eels, the knives will be out for him. Yeah. And uh, you know there's some other good players there that he's going to be taking a decent players who probably slots into Manu Mao's spot. But there's some other good young forwards there that you can't just pick Madison. Um, every I week love Junior Paul. Yeah, I love it. I hope he has a savage season. He is he's awesome. So that's the player I'm going to keep a yeah, close good eye call. on. I saw lot. I saw Brad Fittler as um, singled him out as a potential New South Wales oh, debutant yeah. this, this I read, year. So. I read that read that myself. Yeah, I've got them. I don't know. Just with that, the weight of everyone expect of expectation, weight of expectation. Um, I reckon they'll get down about seventh come. Season's the end, but I don't know. Then they've got the talent to go all the way in the finals. Yeah, yeah. They're not the kind of team you want to take on during the finals. I had them seventh as well. Uh, Vossi put them in fourth, so he's obviously backing them to go on with the job. Yeah, be a fascinating team to watch um, unfold this year. And the TAB, fourth line of betting at $10. So... Expecting them to kick on, but yeah, the the Moses thing is huge. Obviously, guys like Clint Gutherson that always turn up, but yeah, it's all about Moses really. Oh, where do we get to next? Uh, Penrith. Texas. Yeah. Our favourite club, but um, yeah, some interesting. Um, player movement there. Happy Coruscant returns to the club from Manly. Kurt Capewell, great signing from the Sharks. And Tedavano, a very good pickup from the Roosters. Just talked about Regan Campbell Gallard leaving there. James Maloney is the big out. And a few other sort of fringy guys Wade Egan, Sione Katoa, um, Tim Grant. Sam McKendry is mercifully retired after a horrific run with injury. Um. Yeah. Good pickups, good signings. Yeah, good signings. They've lost a fair bit of depth, though. They've released a bunch of guys. You're sort of Frank Winterstein, Hamasaley kind of guys. Um, so depth might be an issue there. Um, yeah. they got a new five year plan. Yeah, new five year plan. Um, Sweet. <laughs> was the first one worked out pretty good. Um, yeah, so I saw Dylan Edwards picked up an injury. Uh, he was their likely fullback, so that could. Create a bit of a reshuffle there. Um, yeah, I don't know what to make of the Panthers. They've, they've obviously got Nathan Cleary, and he's the key. They've got guys like Puliami Kakao. Josh Mansour looked uh, reborn at the nines. And some really good young young goers coming through, like uh, Liam Martin in the back row, Mitch Kenny, Brian Toyle, the um, nuggety winger. Um, I don't know. I just don't quite see it happening for them. Nah, no, no. And probably the player of the year last year, James Fisher-Harris, he was outstanding, um, the Kiwi. But I don't know. They, yeah, they just seem to be a bit of a team on the rebuild. You know. Yeah, they're, they're a funny one, aren't they? they yeah, 
I think good like, good players. Rounded off some good players, and but I think they they're also rents. Yeah, but losing James Maloney is massive. Like I mean, you look at the talent they've lost in the last couple of years. You Matt Moylan's and Wateni and Silesniaks and those sort of guys. Peachy has gone. That's you know the team that was making the finals uh, for a few years in a row. That's barely recognisable now. Yeah, oh, yeah, it is. It's crazy, and all of those players were signed on long-term contracts. Yeah, oh, <laughs> but they all man. just got let go. Yeah, and yeah, big, big pressure on Cleary to to run this team. I just, yeah, I think they could be in for a bit of a tough year, year or two. The Panthers. Mm, mm. Where you going? I've got them uh, finishing twelfth. Um, I play to watch. Um, who did I have down for this? Yeah, I really like um, Liam Martin. He's a, he plays a bit of lock and just a real um, sort of aggressive guy that goes for 80 minutes and Thug. gets stuck in. Yeah, not so much thuggish, just, um, yeah, he's definitely got a bit of niggle in him. And um, I don't know, he reminds me of an ex-Panther, Steve Carter, um, who uh, was mostly yeah. 5'8", but, man, he just uh, got under people's skin and just, you know, just going... The whole game, yeah. The amount know. of people that come up swinging at Steve Carter from the takeaway. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I remember having Wendell Saylor having a bit of a dust up one day. It was uh, pretty entertaining. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just I just don't see it happening for the Panthers this year. And I got them twelfth. Vossi's gone down at fourteenth. Jeez, it's a fall from grace and a half. Um, yeah, Abby Corusel could could give them a bit of a kickstart, but yeah, I just I don't know. Not enough there to get me excited about them. Yeah, never, and never is anything the, exciting. The TAB, Where are we going? Are the, we chipping through this? Yeah, we're getting there. TAB's not super excited about the Panthers either. Got oh, sorry, we're still on Panthers. $19. Um, yeah, still sort of equal night, so they rate them a wee bit higher than everyone else seems to. Yeah, uh, I reckon that 11th, 12th position. Yeah. Um, now, next up, we've got you taking us through the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Jeez, what a year coming up for them. <laughs> Isaac Luke joining the club. Trent Merrin coming on board. Braden Williami um, losing. Gareth Widdop, Reese Robson, Jeremy Lattimore, and a bunch of sort of fringy guys. Mitch Allgood, Jai Field, um, Luciano Leilua, Jonas Pearson. So... And what do you reckon? Do you think they've come up on the positive or the negative side of the uh, recruitment? Uh, I reckon they're straight even. It's a, they've lost as much as they've gained. Maybe they've made a a little bit. Trent Mearn's not the player he was, so yeah. he's just a name there now. Whitup's a oh. big loss. What was that? Sorry, Whitup's a big loss for them. Not that he played much yeah. last year, but yeah, yeah, he is a huge loss. And old mate, the mad head, mad redhead. He's um he's not the player he was either. Old James Graham, he's mm. definitely on the downward side of his career now. That I tell you who was epic. That Josh Kerr in the All Stars game. Yeah, he's, but he's a prospect. Did he um he, he hobbled off injured though? I think in that in the end of oh, that game. Did he? Did he? Of course he did. Jeez, he he went well. He was good at the nines too. Him Vaughan and the redhead as a prop rotation. That's a, that's a rotation the Warriors fans could only dream of. Yeah, and for a team that's also got the Sims brothers in there and. You know, that's and Tyson Frizzell. Um, I reckon they're going to battle, though. They're going to battle again. By round 10, Mary will be gone. They'll spend the 
next few rounds picking up the pieces of that mess and then probably finish on a bit of a bit of a run get and, it all together and finish on a run by and, season's end and then give uh, McGregor a six year extension oh he'll be gone he'll be gone <laughs> oh you reckon round. you reckon he's yeah that's what go. I reckon oh, okay. by 10th round he's gone and then they'll spend a bit of time find the coach and there'll be a bit of a messy mid-season and then finish on a bit of a run it's um it's all about Ben Hunt He's on $1.2 million there, and he, uh, like, I mean, I feel bad. I almost feel bad. Yes. Yeah. He goes, oh, no, no, just just make it 800, man, or tell people it's 800. Yeah, yeah. Give me the 1.2, but. Let's not tell anyone how much. He just doesn't handle pressure, that guy, at all. And and Corey Norman's not a hell of a lot better in that department. So you've got two flighty halves that haven't proven themselves. You know, for more than a season at a time. A, a good forward pack that will keep them in games, but a back line that's gonna that's gonna it's gonna yeah. struggle to seal games. Um, for, if I can take the uh, player to watch, for me it's Isaac Loki. All of a sudden, he is their number number one hooker for the first half of the season. <laughs> Cameron McInnes picking up an injury at the nines. And uh, Bully is going to oh, be... Oh, Bully bull- just struts on in there with his little swagger. Yeah, bullying his way um, from dummy half with a red V on his chest. Yeah. Oh, good on him. Good yeah, on him. I no. Like, oh, I like, that's, uh, that'll get me watching the Dragons because I honestly can't think of too many other reasons to, to tune in to see them. Nah, nah, no way. No way. No, I don't enjoy the bit. Yeah, I'll probably... I reckon he'll go well too. Especially knowing he's got the jersey at the start. Yeah. And I think think he can still play a really good role for them off the bench too, but mm. he'll be um, all fired up to to play right, number nine. The, and yeah, yeah. What's the tap got on these maggots? Oh, uh, they probably well, yeah. They're not loving them. Twenty six dollars, which is sort of near the bottom end of the scale um, in the wooden spoon market, which is probably more applicable for the dragons. We've got them as the fourth favourite at seven fifty. I've got them mm-hmm. as my wooden spooners. Oh, have you? Yeah. Have you? I've got them in that gaggle sort of ninth to fourteenth position. Yeah. Um, Vossi had them thirteenth, so he's agreed with you. Maybe doesn't think they're going to be as bad. Like they've, they've got some big name players, and and as they have, and they said, a, a good pack. But yeah, their back line's a bit of a shambles. They're, looks like they're going to go with Zach Lomax at fullback. Three quarter lines pretty. Pretty blah. And, yeah, uh, I don't know. What's the guy? What's the women's name with the car name? Saab. Saab. Jason, Jason Saab. All, yeah. Yeah, they're all pretty. Yeah, it's all a bit blah out there for me. Yeah. Enough yeah. said about yeah. them. Done. Well, you can uh, talk about South Sydney instead. <laughs> this is a goodie to roll into. <laughs> yeah. My notes. What's what's the in and outs in this one? And then I'll roll into my notes. Well, then the. Ins of note, Bryson Goodwin comes back from Warrington, and then obviously the big one, Latrell Mitchell from the Roosters. Uh, the losses, George and Sam Burgess are both gone. John Sutton retired. Adam Dewey to the Tigers. Dean Britt, fringe forward to the Bulldogs. So, yeah, I'd say they're uh, on the negative side of the um, yeah, play movement. Yeah, I think they are. I've got written down here... Blah, blah, bunnies, blah, blah, history, blah, blah, Bennett, blah, blah, Latrell Mitchell. <laughs> that pretty much sums it up. 
<laughs> They'll do well. I just get sick of hearing about this club and team. Fuck yeah. yeah. They were they were kind of the team that I was death riding last year. I just wasn't it didn't like them. I didn't like the way that Bennett come in, I um yeah, picking up James Roberts. Uh, I don't know, I was just off them. They're and... just the darlings of the NRL, aren't they? Yeah. Um and obviously the to, to me the the they're like the Foo Fighters. Good at what they do, <laughs> hugely successful. For the most part they all seem to be decent dudes, but I just don't like them and I'm sick of hearing about them. Yeah, and it was awesome when they started. They had some some good stuff at the start, and then um, yeah. Before every maggot had their t-shirt. Yeah, and yeah, now it's just boring. Yeah, um, it's done. But player to watch. Well, of it, yeah. Like well, it's got to be Latrell, doesn't it? It's yeah. Him yeah. playing at fullback is going to be their sort of make or break thing. Be interesting if it if it doesn't go that well. How long Bennett persists with it? Mm. Um, yeah, I, I just don't know if he's got the footy brain like Inglis has to be back there. Yeah, and all the all the motor, even. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can't drift in out in and out of a game or just pick your moment when you're centre. You have to be involved mm. all the time. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some good, obviously some awesome players. Cameron Murray, we're a big fan of. Although they've talked about him playing at second row, on the edge, which. Uh, on the wing. Uh, oh, centre, sorry. Oh, no, no, Cameron Murray, the the back row. You know, yeah, yeah. You're not uh, talking about him playing instead of Locke, playing in the second row. Yeah. On the oh, edge instead of the oh, middle, whereas I so. so good last year. I think he's yeah. come Such a good mm. But yeah, I just I can't get excited about them in any way, shape or form. No, neither. No, like I said, yeah. everyone said everything there is to be said about this mm-hmm. team. I'm picking them to get second. What's the TAB say? What do you say? Let's go. I've got them at fourth. Vossi's got them at third. The TAB's got them as the... Yeah, equal with Parramatta, actually. A little bit lower than I thought. $10 oh. premiership um, bet on the fourth yeah. line of betting there. So, good value, but, yeah. I, I just I just can't bother. No, exactly. Who's next, Will? Uh, Roosters. So, I'll take you through Roosters. the Roosters. Um... Yeah, obviously the big one leaving, well, two big ones leaving, Cooper Cronk and Latrell Mitchell. Uh, Zane Tedavano is a bit of a loss, but, jeez, they've got so many forwards that didn't make that grand final team that it's not... Well, Zane Tedavano didn't even make the grand final team. Um, that's, that, that's, yeah, how yeah. De- that's how good their depth is. Um, kind of Kyle Flanagan coming in from the Sharks to play in the halves. That's the big... Uh, that's the big talking point, I guess, from there. For their yeah. uh, bid for a three-peat is Cooper Cronk not being there anymore. Yeah, that's it. they've got every chance of doing it, though, don't they? They do, but it's, yeah, I think a lot rides on uh, Luke Carey. And just just hypothetically, and I'd hate for it to happen, I'm a big Luke Carey fan, but Luke Carey gets another bad concussion, all of a sudden he's on the sidelines for a long time. you got, you have to... Rely so on um, Kyle Flanagan and Lachlan Lamb, maybe, or you know, someone or someone more experienced, but out of position in the halves, and all of a sudden your your season's looking a bit shaky. You don't have Latrell Mitchell winning you the old game from centre. Yeah, yeah, um, true. You know, great team Tedesco, Cordner, all, all those guys. Um, I don't you know, want them to win again. Like I don't mind them as no, a team, but I, yeah. I think it's someone else's turn. Yeah, I've I've been I've, ever since the sort of Maloney, Sunny Bill um, era, they've been kind of a second team for me, but I'm, you know, one, two in a row, I'm kind of a bit 
border that. So yeah, yeah, great roster, but yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. They're not the. I think it's um, yeah a lot more even than suggests. They're wild favourites at four dollars to win their third straight comp, and I think that's a wee bit short. Yeah, yeah, I think so. What's, what, is, what did yourself and Bossy say about this? Well, we've both got them at first. I think they can def- oh. still win the minor premiership, but only because the competition is... I think that sort of top four from last year comes back to the pack a bit more, and it's a, more of a minor premiership like we saw the year before where there was only one win separating first yeah. to eight. Um, you know, not quite that division of the top four were far better than the bottom 12. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think they're good for another premiership, but maybe not the grand not final. the grand final win. Yeah, uh, yeah. but yeah, that'd be interesting to see how they go. Uh, we're down to we're down to two to go. Are yeah, we? we are, and we're down to the Warriors. Warriors, the Warriors. Yeah. So ins and outs, please. <laughs> the ins: Wade Egan from the Panthers, and that's it. Um, and the losses. Like Ashford, Lingy, Sal, Isaac, Luke. So yeah, yeah. We've obviously. Oh, we, we to... know. We know. We haven't got the strongest team no. going around. Every everyone in every form of media has told us that. Even hearing Cam George in the podcast, which for disciplinary disciplinary reasons <laughs> I had to sit out, but we'll talk about that another time. Um, with old uh, Cam George, he even sort of alluded to the fact that they weren't expecting to take out a title this year. Yeah. But but then at the same time, he acknowledged that they've been given a bit of a license to to play a bit of ball. And I've got no problem. But I, I don't mind. If come a Monday after the weekend's game, I'll be sitting there just yarning to someone about the game, telling telling them, you see that crazy flip pass where he flipped it between his legs yeah. and two of them hot potatoes off the try? And you're telling this dude this and then... You're talking about the story, and the guy goes, "Oh, so did they win?" And you go, "Nah, nah, nah." But did did you see the pass, man? Did you see yeah. that pass? I want to be talking about that shit again. We want to see Not... some highlight real moments. Yeah, we, yeah. We don't want to see you know every single try originate from twenty five meters or closer to the try line. Yeah, no, it's too constructed and boring. Yeah, yeah just get out there and play for footy. I like the fact that we've. Got nothing to lose this year. By the sounds of it, it's that's the way they're going to go. All the players are keen for that and approach Kearney. From what Cameron George said to me on the podcast the other day, he's, he's yeah, he kind of said there's going to be it's going to be a roller coaster. He admitted it's going to be a roller coaster. There's going to be some difficult times and some good times, but it's going to be a lot of fun and going to see some exciting footy. Um, yeah, we've talked about this. We talk yeah. about this team every week, so we don't need to go over no, no, too no. hard out. So I've got them. I've got them finishing third and <laughs> taking out the taking out the grand final because they are my team. Well, yeah, I think they're. I think they're definitely a, a top eight chance for sure. Um, yeah, if, yeah, yeah, I reckon so. In reality, they'll probably. I'll be happy with seventh or eighth. And I think even tenth or eleventh wouldn't be a failure. A massive no, you're probably right. You're probably right. But you know, particularly if you got something to build on for next year, because they're obviously changing their style. There's, as Cameron George talked about, he's very confident in the young guys coming through. I think we sort of started to see that in the trial the other day. 
if those sort of guys are coming through and we you know if if, if they finish 12th or 13th and you're running out with the same lineup that runs out in the trial on Saturday, you'll be pretty despondent. But if there's a bunch of young guys in there with a lot of promise, then you're feeling good about 2021. 20, One thing I like about the setup, like the, the office people, the head, front of office, whatever you call it there at the moment, Last, this time was the first time I can remember us rebuilding. We've never seemed to rebuild. We usually get to an off-season and then just panic by everything that's available yeah. up and dump them in with what we've already got there and swap it out like that. But it looks like they're thinking and being a bit more professional. I know it's slow and it frustrates people, but it seems to have a rhyme and a reason to what they're doing at the moment. Yeah, well, we, we've... And we talked about it all last year and we talked about it, in, you know, in the off-season and in the pre-season, how, you know, we haven't signed anyone but they are playing the long game and obviously they would have liked to make a couple of those uh, signings when they're chasing guys, but yeah, they haven't panic bought anyone and that's yeah. the main thing. They, as Cameron George said, you know, the, it can take years to undo a bad signing. Um, to be honest, I think, I don't know if he uh, would, agree, would think that some of the signings that are still there apply there, but... Um, you know, it's a good point. You don't want to, you know, get it and to not make a, a signing than to make a risky one, I guess. And that's, you don't want to have to end up paying someone 200 grand to play, a year to play for someone else. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> and yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's a, I, it's made me come around a little bit as far as their strategy goes. Um, but again, it, it also Very depends nice. on them picking on form instead of, of names um we've talked a lot about um steve kearney i guess um and we're kind of on stephen kearney's side a, a lot mo- more than i'd say the majority of warriors supporters are because yeah. that's just man it's... you've got to be on the coach's side though right? yeah you're wanting your team to fail it's it's one i don't you've got to yeah support. well yeah really if you don't like your coach you kind of you know you, you're kind of wanting them to lose games so the coach gets sacked and that's pretty stink. But I also think that, uh, well, you know, I, I'm a big fan of Kearney as a person and hopefully is the right coach for the Warriors because um, it would suck to have to go into the market for another coach. I just, uh, yeah. I think the key is if they're not, because there is a lot of pressure and if they start like two and six or something and, or they're like three and eight coming into their first buy. There's a lot of heat, but um, you know, the, there's a difference between three and eight. But you're trying new things and you're trying young guys, yeah. Rather than three well, and eight and picking the same bludgers every week. Although at the same time, it's a, if if it does come down to having to make a coaching switch, which neither of us want, it's a good year to be doing it because it's not as if we're wasting a fantastic squad. On messing around trying to find a coach so yeah yeah good point yeah and yeah no, oh. see we want to see them you know we've got a lot of cap space and we'd love to see them be making a mark um yeah again uh there's that catch 22 um saying to cameron george on the podcast that you you need those quality players to become a good team but those quality players don't want to come until you're a good team so it's yeah dead right Dead right. I, don't know. I think you know. So where are we at? 
Where are we at? Well, we just got one solo team to go. Yeah, and it's the uh, West Tigers. Bit of a sleeper team. Yeah, they are. Oh, just TAB, uh, we're the TAB, we've got the Warriors, which oh, we're always a little bit ahead of um, of probably where where we are in the Australian markets, but we're down at $26, which is the third last line of betting with the Dragons. In um, the local market. Yeah, and third favourites for the Spoon at $6. Uh, fair enough. Or, yeah, no, that is fair enough, and a lot of people are picking us for the spoon. So, um, yeah, we're a team that doesn't mind um, coming in off low expectations. So, yeah, uh, West Tigers, last team. Let's get it done. Get this done so these people can go to bed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, big year for the Tigers coming or coming into the team. The Leilua brothers. Zane Musgrove, Adam Dewey, Billy Walters. Uh, leaving uh, Mae Fenua, I think I left prior to the end of the year. Robbie Farrer, uh, Madalena, and Robbie Rocco retired. SR Masters, the Cowboys, Ryan Madison to the Eels. So a few changes there. Yeah, um, yeah. That, um, that Billy Walters played good, didn't he? That was yeah. pretty rare, that bit of commentary. Yeah, yeah. Now I'd like to see him get a, a good shot at, uh, at the number nine there because it's a bit of a, a problem spot. Uh, yeah, Josh Reynolds mm. is a contender there. Good to see him get off his charges today. Um, Damn yeah. that chick seat. He was, he was caught up with a crazy woman, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, wild story, that one. Um, yeah, some really good... <laughs> really was. Some good players in this team, but I don't know. Like They just seem to... And Michael Maguire could not be more of a fan of the way he operates. Yeah. But, you know, I they... like a lot about this team. Mm. I don't know if they'll do that great but um yeah I'll, I'll be watching closely tigers coming up this season haven't made the final since 2011 um yeah longest, that's a longer streak than warriors isn't it yeah long well we oh, sorry. Had a couple of years ago um yeah obviously but yeah it's the longest uh current drought in the game by quite a long margin i think every other team's made it since maybe even 2016 is Which, that right yeah. Tykes. Tykes. yeah i like michael mcguire I yeah. like him. He's, he's building a nice little squad. He got them um, up to ninth last year, which I thought was probably a bit of an I, overachievement. So. I, I hope the NRL let this loan thing go ahead so they can get that hockey. Oh, it's absurd that it hasn't. Oh. I can, over a few bucks. They're the only one that thinks it's a bad idea. It's Only one. Yeah. The, most, the biggest sports competitions in the world, it's commonplace and... It would be yeah. great, and it would be great for, you know, it could be beneficial for a team like the Warriors, for sure, or you think about the prop yeah, situation this exactly. year. exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm just looking at the lineup, and I just don't know that it's a finals-quality lineup. No, I don't think. I think they'll be... I think the stretch will go another year this year, won't it? Yeah. I've got them in 13th, but they, you know, they, they finish ninth so often. Yeah, I know. I still see them as that full crazy flamboyant club from years ago, but they're mm. just not that team anymore either, no. as well. So Benji's not uh, that player, and you got nah. you don't know they don't know where to play Moses in by yeah, fullback, that, centre, or hooker. Yeah, Luke Brooks. I'm not a huge fan of. Nah. I don't know. I don't know what all the goers with him. No, they love him. Um, Adam Dewey's my player to watch. I'm quite a big fan of him. 
Because I don't watch that much of South, yeah. I've never really learned that much about them. So it's, I quite, yeah. I'm yeah, a bit of a fan and hopefully gets a good crack of that fullback spot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, probably not quite enough game-breaking talent in there, I don't so think. So they, have they filled the role of Matalino and even what, the other one, Packer, is he finished now as well? Did they get yeah, some Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I didn't really pick anyone up. Um, the only sort of major... Well, Zane Musgrove, who was on that DV charge, I think, and he is now on deck for them. Um, he'll go into that sort of prop rotation. Yeah. And Luciano Leilua. Um yeah, just got some good young forwards. Alex Tapal has become a you know oh, quality yeah. first yeah, grader. Yeah. Thomas McKayley played most of the first grade last year, but yeah, again it's a little bit thin. Huh. What do you, what do you got? Where you uh, yeah, I had them at thirteenth, Vossi at eleventh. Thirteenth. Yeah. Um TAB yeah, slightly more generous, I think, twenty three dollars equal to the Knights. I don't know. Yeah, just yeah, I'll, I'll be a little bit gutted if the Warriors weren't ahead of them at the end of the year. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no matter where they were, it's sort of, yeah, I'd like to be. Yeah, that 13 sounds about right, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, Gee, we we oh, rattled off 16 clubs. I know, geez, it took us a long time too. Oh, I know, did it what? Um, <laughs> yeah, so sorry about that. If you probably, if you're bored, you would have switched off, so. They won't be there anymore. Yeah. We're just here alone. Yeah. <laughs> so lonely um, but yeah thanks for listening if you have made it this far uh, Rob Anson might have got you to work and back on this one <laughs> over there in Brisbane catching the uh, the eastbound train um, we'll be back probably do you reckon we'll be back sometime I guess in the lead up to round one we'll take a couple of weeks I off we'll be back we'll be back We'll probably have something for the next week or two. Yeah, the week prior to the game, I suppose. Yeah, team, after team preview. name Tuesday will be a full hit of steam, I, I imagine. Yeah, no, nah, should be good. Should be good. Right, oh. eh? well, let's shoot off, eh? We're real bad at this. You hang up. No, you hang no, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll just um, hang up. Later.